our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Welcome back, my friends, to the Steelers Hangover. It's not a good hangover because the Steelers game with the Baltimore Ravens in Week 12 has been moved once again. I'm Tony Defio's friend, Brian Anthony Davis, and we are here once again to talk about <sighs> the frustration of this game being moved once again, Tony. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think they've reached your limit with, uh, with, with moving the game. If they don't play on Wednesday then it has to be a week 18 scenario or what I don't, or what, what are you going to do week 18 or forfeit one or the other? It can't be, you can't play on Thursday. So if they don't play on Wednesday, that's it. This is the, this is the last one. It's like uh, uh, in, 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 in the fictional uh, shows with the, uh, with, with, with the, with the, with the, with the uh, kidnapper saying, all right, this is it. This is the last hour, one more hour. That's all you have. So that's what this is it. This is it. This, they can't do it. They can't do any more postponements or it's week 18 or it's a forfeit yeah so yeah this is an episode of 24 right right <laughs> yeah i could just hear keith or sutherland yelling damn it like i always <laughs> thought that'd be a great drinking game i bet you that is because he yelled that so in every episode like 17 times did you watch 24 tony no i never did but i watched burn notice i was a big fan which i heard it was a lot like that so 24 I, I, I saw it from the beginning i i saw it by accident one night um, the first night that it came out, mm. I just stumbled upon it and I'm like, hmm, what's this? And then I was just hooked from the beginning. Great show. Um, Burnoutus was good, but this is so much better. I want to bring up Devin Wilgus here. And, you know, I love what he says, but I, I want to chime in on this too. We are dealing with a virus that has been resilient, insidious, and defiant towards our mitigation efforts. The athletes that are catching it are humans, just like all the millions of other people that caught it. That's absolutely correct. You have heard us say plenty of times, Devin, 
on this show, on every single show on BTSC, that first and foremost, we're concerned about the athletes as human beings. And if they move a game, that's, that's fine. The reason we're so upset, though, is because the Ravens, the Baltimore Ravens, if you have not heard, have threatened a possible wildcat strike that was reported by Mike Florio earlier on today, which is Monday when this is being recorded and threatening that they didn't want to play. They weren't going to play. They would have a strike if this game was played on Tuesday because they did not have proper time to prepare, which is hypocrisy because the Denver Broncos had a, gosh, they had to have a guy that never played quarterback in the NFL, never did a snap in the NFL, who was a wide receiver on their practice squad with one day notice, go out and play quarterback in that game. He was one for nine. I I felt so bad for him. It wasn't his doing. Never asked for it. I mean, he got his moment in fame, but he wasn't asked for. This is a situation that, as terrible as it is, there were some violations, and we are going to hear more about the violations. There's going to be investigations, and we're going to hear more about that as well. Right. But for it to be this much of an outbreak, there's something going on that means that there was shirking of the rules. Right. And that's the whole situation there. So Corey Thompson's asking, why do they move it again? <laughs> it's to give the Ravens an extra day, but the Ravens were threatening here. And that is... If, if, hey, if I'm proved wrong on this tomorrow, then I can tell you that Mike Florio, his tweet was wrong, but that is what's being reported. Mike Florio is a big name in the NFL. As far as that goes, Tony, I mean, if you put it out there, it better be, it better be true, right? Oh, yeah. Those, those insiders, they, 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 like you said earlier in the show, when you're, where there's smoke, there's fire. And they usually, their their batting average when it comes to reporting stuff like this is is uh is, is pretty high. So they might get one wrong every now and then. But but if if they're going to put their neck out and say stuff like that, I I, I have a, a a tendency. I think we should we should believe them. It's probably it's probably the reason. So that's the thing, and that's the only reason that we are complaining about this game not being played, because right. they have not been together as a team. Well, they were yesterday after. Mr. Harbaugh said that he was going to shut them down, and then they had a walkthrough last night. Right. So, um, you know, the rules are changing everywhere. It's uh, It almost feels like uh, different teams are doing what they want, and they're they're looking at the rules in a different way. So that's that's pretty and much. And this is why this is why you have to applaud Mike Tomlin because they've been they've been consistent with their messaging throughout the, throughout the year, all, all the players sound like him when he do the interviews, they sound like Mike Tomlin. That's when you got to applaud him for that. And that's why another reason why he should be coach of the year. So, yeah, there you go. So, I mean, it's a situation. That's the only reason I'm complaining because if they would have come out and they would have had another positive today, or the Steelers had a, a positive today, then that would be a situation where you're like, yeah, you know, we can't risk it. Right. And, because, and, because I immunity is a huge thing, right? Mark Andrews, who's a type one diabetic. Now, um, Jeff cleared some things up about that yesterday, um, but we've got a cancer survivor, right? In James Connor, right? And you've got you have so much family around you. Yeah, I'm a risk to my family every time I walk out the door. 
And I walk into doctor's offices every single day. Right. Um, for my job, for my real job. And here's the thing. And I mean, I don't like to flaunt this, I, but I do talk about it all the time. I'm 17 years cancer free, but my immunity is suppressed as well. So I understand the, the ability of this virus to wreak havoc on a lot of people. And we're losing people in this country. Right. Like crazy. And, but imagine if we were adhering to the rules so much better, what it would be like. Now, I'm not going to criticize anybody who went away for Thanksgiving. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to criticize anybody. And this is not becoming a political discussion. But what I'm saying is, in this situation, we had a strength and conditioning coach for the Baltimore Ravens that would not wear a mask. John Harbaugh did not say anything to him about it, obviously. He was not wearing his tracker. There was not like, hey, we need to be better about this. You keep on saying, Tony, that Mike Tomlin does not let this go. Cam right. Hayward said that, hey, we wear, the only time we don't have a mask on is when we are in practice. Right. In the middle yeah. of practice. Which is reasonable. <laughs> so. And then. So, and, go ahead, Tony. I mean, this is, you know, like people, I like I was saying the other day, this isn't, this is a black or white situation. This is, this, this is. You can't, you have to stick to the rules because you, this is what, how the NFL is going to respond. If, if you have an outbreak, they're going to respond like this, whether you think it's serious or not, whether you think it's a big deal or not, it doesn't matter. The NFL has already said, this is how we're going to react. And they're, and they're showing how they're going to react. We're going to keep delaying these games. So if you got coaches who are saying, ah, I don't care about masks and they're walking around with, with the, with their mask un underneath their nose or yeah, underneath their nose, you know, it, it sets a bad example. So there's a, let's have a little levity here. Mark Davison wants to know this. What was Jeff's nickname for RG3 again? Robert Griffin, the turd, LOL. <laughs> and then Nathaniel says Robert Sniffin, the turd. And so actually that's, that's my nickname. I didn't come up with it, but I had some friends that are Redskins fans. Actually, well, they were Redskins fans back then. Now they're Washington football team fans. And they had said, they had called them that. <laughs> so I always thought that was funny and it gave me an opportunity to bring it up a couple weeks ago. And then I brought it up again uh, last week. So uh, I can't wait to see them play um, Robert Sniffin three. Um, <laughs> and, and, the, and the reason I can't is because I, he was very obnoxious during the uh, week 17 shellacking of the Steelers. So right. I, I can't wait to see him in this situation um, for a little payback, but yeah, cause I am that damn petty. <laughs> I'm Tom Petty in that situation. Petty, Tom Petty. No, I was a big RG3 fan. I thought there was going to be something special coming out of college. Him, him and Andrew Luck came out together and I was a big fan of both, but, uh, Andrew Luck did okay for himself, but not, he wasn't, you know, the player they thought he would be. And, and, and RG3 certainly wasn't, but, but you're right. Last year, I don't know what he, uh, he was just long for the ride last year, and he thought he was. Uh, <laughs> he thought he was on uh, a Pro Bowl quarterback. It was funny because he barely did anything in that game. All right, um, Sean Manahan throws two dollars in the tip jar. According to Yahoo News, another Raven tested today. Yes, that is very true. However, it's a player that is on injured reserve and who has been on deep quarantine, so will not affect this situation whatsoever. 
that is something that uh, that was uh, put out on Twitter today as well, and uh, it's been backed up by a few sources. I don't, I can't cite those sources right now. There's so much going on, but that's something that has come up. So, Mister, Mrs. and Mister Steelers, I, I mess that up all the time. Mm-hmm. And is this the is, is this the Mrs. Is is the Mrs. typing or are they typing for each other? That's something I need to know. Who's actually <laughs> doing the typing? The Ravens not following protocol is no different than anyone not following their company's rules. Agree or not, rules are rules. Yeah. And they're not being followed. Right. Or or we would not have an outbreak quite like this. That's okay. what I'm thinking. I, I just I, I have a personal example. I won't say the store name. It, it shall remain nameless, but I was... Buying some lunch today at a, at a local uh, store, and they had on uh, on the self checkout line, they had a, a, a picture up of how to wear a mask and how not to wear a mask. You know, the usual wear it over your nose, and then they had the the the, the uh, no no wearing it under your nose. But I had to laugh because the manager of the store was wearing it the wrong way. So it it, it goes back to setting a, a bad example. And there there are so many uh, uh, there are so many things that. Uh, that we could talk about and we could argue about the efficacy of masks. We could, we could argue about all of that, but it's just, and that's not what we're going to do. But if, if it helps, it helps in this situation. I don't love wearing them, but I'm going to wear them. Right. But that's all I'm going to say about that. Now, Maxwell is saying this, and I don't know if this is, uh, gives us four 99 and our Slack channel is going crazy i mean my phone's buzzing like crazy um so i don't know if this is absolutely true i'd I'd like to ask you uh maxwell first of all thank you for the 499 but if you could let us know where you got that source as far as uh the game time that would be great or um brad jewett is saying it's valid so you know i never i never want to question the validity of of anything like that but um but i have not seen it but our, my phone is going nuts i don't know if yours is tony but mine is and i can't even read that read them right now because so much is going on looks like Schefter's saying it huh. so uh so brad jewett says Schefter's saying it there you go so I, i'd welcome that <laughs> now i gotta figure out 345 hmm okay interesting well, that's odd. That's an odd time, right? That's very odd. I guess maybe they want to they want to give the teams a few extra hours preparation or, or healing time after the game, or, or maybe for traveling for the Ravens. Who knows? I got to tell you, that's that's interesting. So, um, Monday night at five is also what Schefter is saying. Hmm. And uh, according to Brad, so Monday night for the uh, the Washington football team game, which I got to tell you, okay, now, now they're saying, is that Pacific Standard Time? What, what are you laughing at? I, uh, somebody, Chris W. said Wednesday game is at 8 p.m. <laughs> Who knows? Everything's... Everything's just good. It's all over the place. I, I'm sorry. I had to be the laugh. It's just, yeah, no, I mean, I'm curious too, because this is all, this is all breaking news. This is all coming in. Um, I got to tell you, here's the thing. Let, let's look for a silver lining here. Steelers are 10 and 0. Exactly. The Steelers and Ravens are 
gonna play this game one of these days right most likely and it is going to be a huge sigh of relief when either justin tucker or chris boswell plants their foot into the ball and sends it sky high into the Hinesfield day twilight or night yes yes and then we can finally be over it past this nightmare. And we're in a situation where we can complain about this. And this is definitely what I want to say. If we're complaining about a football game and this is our biggest problem, it's going to be a great week. Right. So I will say that it's, it's an inconvenience. I understand. But I am so glad that we have an opportunity to watch this game. Now, I have not had a chance to read this yet. So... Um, $5 from Grayson Brown. Shout out bad. And Tony, honestly, COVID or not, this has made me lose respect for the Ravens organization. This is a complete travesty. I'm over this game. I understand. And you know what? When anybody, when anybody walks away from the game for any reason, and I'm not saying Grayson's walked away from the game. He's just over this certain game. But when anybody has that opinion, I respect it. I, you know, I remember my father who uh, took some time off from the Steelers, not because it was Steelers. He took some time off from the NFL. Um, He's back and he's back basically because of my nephew, his grandson and me, because it's all a part of our bonding. And he said, if it wasn't for you guys, I'd be far away. (laughs) And I, you know, I've got to, I respect that. So I'm going to respect anybody that says, you know, I've had it. I get it. I'm addicted. I'm completely addicted to this. Right. And so I'm going to keep on. I'll, I'll be over. Uh, I'll be uh, all over this game. Um, i got to figure out how to be in front of a TV at 340. Um, <laughs> but there you go. And then 5 o'clock next week. So it looks like no hangover next week, Tony. <laughs> 5. <Right>, so <laughs> speaking of which, that's one thing that I do want to bring up to everybody right now. Um, well, before I do that, Brad's saying this, uh, Brad, you're our Adam Schefter today. Thank you. Yeah, this exactly. is now coming out for Schefter Cowboys Ravens Monday night game might be moved to Tuesday means we can be moved back to prime time. Okay. Yeah. So that makes it even more confusing. Here's the schedule that th- here's another schedule that's not set in stone, but it's a work in progress. Also, it's the BTSC podcast schedule, Tony. Yes. So this being Monday, we were going to do this show on Wednesday because we were expecting a game on Tuesday and the Scobro show was going to be tonight. So five minutes before we went on, you and I were, we were going to record another show. Exactly. We were going to record the retro show. And <laughs> oh, I'm just look. I bet bad can eat 12 hard boiled eggs in one sitting says double H H. Uh, I'm not a big yolk guy the whites. Yeah, probably. I'm not as fat as you think. I just dropped down. I'm below uh 250 now. Awesome. Just, yeah. Yeah. So I, 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 I gotta tell you, that's inspirational um, for me. I, I'm not as gluttonous as you would think, but, uh, but I own it. Um, so I don't even know what I was saying. What was I? T- oh, the BTSC schedule as I get all discombobulated here. So here we go. What we're looking at here now 
is now the Scobro show is going to be moved back to Tuesday. We decided we were recording the retro show and we're like, you know what? Maybe we should just do a hangover because all this stuff is breaking right now. Right. The, the Scobro show was going to be on at nine o'clock. That's going to be tomorrow, regular scheduled time Wednesday. Hopefully there's a post game show Wednesday. So there will be no, your enemy. There will be no, no, your enemy. Okay. But there was a Know Your Enemy already last week. So if you want to check that out, it's a good idea to go ahead and check out last week's. You could check it out on YouTube here. I'd rather you go ahead on and check it out on uh, our podcast platform. Go ahead and do that. And you could listen to that show. Very good show. Michael Beck and Jeffrey Benedict are fantastic. That is a high-rated show on our family of podcasts. And it's for good reason, because you get somebody, you get an expert from Baltimore, and then you've got the experts from Pittsburgh, and those guys know their stuff. Nobody knows Film Room quite like a Jeffrey Benedict or a Kevin Smith. Um, so so anything. Um, I've never said protein was unhealthy, Donald. <laughs> when did I say that? You just, you just said you don't like the yolks, that's all. Oh, yeah, I, I eat the yolks, but it's not my favorite thing. Um, I, I'm, a, I really like, I really like the egg whites. That's, that's my favorite. Um, so, and I grew up in a time where, where everybody talked about the yolk being high in cholesterol too, but, and I know that's changed. So everything's changing and, you know, oh, yeah. I sound like Wolfly now. I mean, just going off on tangents about food. <laughs> so stop it. Um, so what I'm saying is we got to change things around and we are going to change things around. Uh, so the plan right now is Wednesday, hopefully there's a game on Thursday. What we're hoping for Thursday sometime would be a know your enemy for the Washington football team. Um, will there be a hangover after Thursday's game? We don't know. Um, that has not been decided. Um, maybe not. You're getting the hangover right now. You will have uh, the post game show directly after the game on Wednesday night. Uh, everything goes to regularly scheduled programming until Sunday night, where there will there will be a preview show, another edition of the Steelers preview with Jefferson Hartman, Davison Schofield, and myself, BAD. Um, so that's it. So if you if you do get an opportunity to uh, check out any of the shows that uh, are leading up to this, there's some good stuff. So that's great. Gabriel Golden gives us five dollars in the live in the super chat. We appreciate it. I don't get to watch live. I work in Afghanistan. Love your shows. Well, fantastic. Um, and that's it. I mean, if you can't watch live, we understand. But the, the, we have so many followers that that don't see us live at all but they're here every single week. We just don't know their names as much. So actually just don't know their names. So <laughs> Ken Cranston mm-hmm. says, we are still drinking for this game. The hangover is going to be real rough. <laughs> <laughs> um, double HH. I love it. I wonder what aliens receiving the signal would think about Steelers fans and Goodell. Well, I know what, gosh, we had, a special edition of breaking news on Thanksgiving night. It was myself and the blokes from down under um, Maddie and Mark. And gosh, we had some Ravens fans in there that were, that were, I had to call the dogs on them. I had to sick the dogs on them at one point. I'm like, live chat, go nuts. 
They're being ridiculous. <laughs> so I know what Ravens fans think of us. And you know what? There are some very obnoxious fans of every single team. There are some very obnoxious Pittsburgh Steelers fans. I know that. I try not to be one. I might come off of, of as one at times, and I understand that. But here's the thing. We are a very well-educated fan base about football. We are also a very passionate fan base. Oh, yeah. And I live in Maryland. And I can't say the same. And the reason I can absolutely say that is now I'll go ahead and throw in the, the disclaimer. I'm going to say this. There are some very good, passionate, diehard Ravens fans out there that are knowledgeable about football that I get along with really well. There's a lot of bandwagon fans. And as soon as as soon as Lamar Jackson lost one playoff game against the Los Angeles Chargers, it's rookie year, they were done with him. That entire offseason, they were done with him. They did not did not know what they were going to do with court, their quarterback. They thought it was going to be a bad situation. And you know what? Next thing you know, he has an MVP year, and he's a football god. Yeah. And those people, it's just like everybody that went to Woodstock. You know, of the people that were actually at Woodstock, there's like, what, I think maybe 100,000. I might be wrong on my numbers. But... Over a million people have claimed to have been at Woodstock. <laughs> right. So it, it's like that. So they completely forget that they were ripping on the guy. You know, so that's what I'm saying there. But Pittsburgh, very knowledgeable fan base, passion through the roof. And I got to tell you, I'm not saying that other fans aren't. But what I will say is I think we have some of the best fans in the league. Oh, there absolutely. You go. absolutely. Without a doubt. <laughs> so Mark Davison was at Woodstock. And which wow. is really interesting because Woodstock was in 1969 and Mark was born in 1991. So that's uh, he's been to the Past Lives Pavilion. So I will have to find out what. Actually, let's guess. What do you think Mark was in a past life to be at uh, Woodstock? <laughs> He was either Jimi Hendrix or he was a uh, he was a roadie for Janis Joplin. I think he's he's too young to be he, he's too young to be at the at the uh, the second Woodstock. Was it like ninety nine or whatever that was? Yeah, that was a disaster. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was the thirtieth anniversary. Yeah, but no, but I'm talking about it in his past life. Oh, oh, okay. Maybe he was just like a a naked hippie rolling around in the mud on Max Yasger's farm. <laughs> So, I don't know. I I I, I know Jimi Hendrix was there, and uh, that's the only one I know. That's the only one. Uh, Janis Joplin, right? She was there. Who else was there? Uh, gosh, I don't know. That was before my time too, but uh, I, uh, I was there as well. So, <laughs> wow! I I tell you what, I'm getting I'm getting cracked around here. DJ Burke says you have some major confirmation bias going on right now. You see bandwagon fans because you're looking for them. I guarantee you, if I lived in Pittsburgh, I would find just as many casual Steeler fans. Look, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to dispute that. I'm just going to say that there were, a I'm not talking about casual fans. I'm talking about season ticket holders that were off of this guy's bandwagon after one bad game. They are, I'm not talking about casual fans. I'm talking about alleged diehards 
no, it's not everybody. And I know, I guess I am looking for them, but you, you do see it everywhere. And that's true. But what I'm saying here is I see it a lot. And one of the reasons you do see it a lot is because the culture is still young. Right. Because they've only been around, this is their 26th season now, or 25th season, I guess. Yeah, their 25th full season. They've been around since uh, 1996. And because they, they even though they had, they had Cleveland Browns players on that first team, um, they will not admit that they were ever the Cleveland Browns. There's there there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff that I deal with here, um, as as a uh, Steelers fan in Raven Country. So I, I get to say that. But you know, it's funny though because there's more Steelers bars in my town than there are Ravens bars. I believe that. I believe that uh, you hear those stories everywhere. It's so amazing, and like you said, they were. They're still a, a young uh, football culture, even though the Colts were there for so many years. But they were, but they what was what twelve years between teams. So, yeah, I, I, I could that's definitely more ripe for uh, for the bandwagon fan than, than it is here. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to call me hypocrite, you can, or or be biased, you can. I mean, I'm fine with that. Um, Gabriel says, "My Radford question. I have always wanted to ask: Will they ever dress in throwback uniforms pre 1996 ones? No." <laughs> They won't. However, if they wanted to wear a throwback uniform, they could. Because I don't know if you remember this. And Tony, you you got to know this. Because we've, we've just recently done 1997 games from the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. On the retro show. And what did their helmet look like? They didn't have that crazy bird on there. Yeah, it was a, it was a much bigger emblem, right? If I'm, if I'm remembering it right, the on, on both sides. It was like a Maryland crest with a B in the middle and it was actually really cool. Yeah. I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, yeah. I don't really have a problem with the bird either. Um, I like to call it the rat bird, but I, I really don't have a problem with that. Um, I don't like Edgar Allan Poe as much, but I don't think I ever really did. But with that being said, you know what? Lots of fun, crazy stuff here. Um, thank you so much. Now we're getting into a, uh, a Woodstock conversation, which I would love to get into that. That that would be a great uh, after party as well um, to talk about. But we're not having an after party. But yes, Santana was at Woodstock. Um, one of our one of our resident musical geniuses, and I got to bring him up. Jerry Cherry Band was talking about the Who, nah, being there. Um, yes, yeah, Santana was definitely there. Janis Joplin, which. She was brilliant, man. She was a mess, but she was absolutely brilliant. Um, I think the Grateful Dead were there too, Tony. Um, I don't know. That was two years before us. Um, but I, I wish that I could say that I was conceived there. Um, <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, you know, it's great. I'm, I'm seeing all these people talking about uh, where they're from. And we've got people from Carlisle. Mechanicsburg, gosh, that's less than an hour from me. We need to, this is it. So in the off season, when we're all allowed to get together again, um, Silver Spring, yeah, I mean, the, if that's Silver Spring, Maryland, you're talking about, I mean, that'd be awesome too. What we need to do, we need to get together in the off season. Maybe if we could have a draft party, we were going to have it last year. Maybe we could have a draft party this year. Hopefully COVID will be over. That would be awesome. Um, we would have a big party. That would be great. So 
awesome. Even we could have we could have Stig Jensen come in from Denmark. That'd be awesome. Wow. Robert Mullins is in Tokyo. This is great. I, I love when we do this. When we see where everybody's from. Tate Boys is from Walder, Waldorf. We've got Brooklyn, Alexandria, Crees from Jersey, Columbus for Christian. We've got Montreal, Tarek in the house, Donald's from Latrobe. Um, Odessa says Jefferson Starship was at Woodstock. That's really cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I mean, uh, and I know a bunch of them. York for Sean American Patriot, Patriot not too far from me either. Um, that, that's nice. This is the best thing about being a part of BTSC. We can get together from anywhere in the world and talk about our favorite team. And that's the thing. If we want to be upset about this, let's be upset, but let's do it together. That's exactly what we're going to do. So hopefully the next time Tony and I are talking to you, we're talking about a Pittsburgh Steelers victory or just a Pittsburgh Steelers game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. So thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Um, check out that schedule. Remember Scobro show tomorrow night. We're going to have uh, the live mic tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. Lots of shows in between. Be sure to check it out. For Tony Defio, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. And just when you think you've got all of the answers. We keep changing the time. I mean, the questions. <laughs> the time. I love it. All right. You, you heard it there. It's not a Roddy Roddy Piper, but it's the best thing since. <laughs> Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. <laughs>